Let's get into hell or high, hell or high water. There you go. <laughs> hell or it, high uh, water. It stars water. Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, and Ben Foster, who you'd know from Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's directed by David McKenzie, who's a British director who won a bunch of BAFTAs, one for a film called Young Adam. And then the writer of Sicario, Taylor Sheridan. Right. Which was an incredible script. And as is this, this is a really good script. It's a really good script and it's a really good story, really good storytelling. And it it has the right twists and turns in the right places to keep you engaged in another movie with what? Three or four characters. Yeah. Character, you know what I mean? It takes place in Texas, modern day. Uh, Chris Pine and Ben Foster are brothers and bank robbers. And uh, yep. Jeff Bridges is kind of a crusty old marshal who is his last hurrah is to try to chase down these bank robbers. And uh, he doesn't know who they are. He's on their scent. And it starts off with them robbing a bank. And, and the story unfolds as we go along. We find out that there's a reason why they Ben Foster's character was in prison. Chris Pine's kind of the one who's a little bit like the straight and narrow one. Mm-hmm. He has an ex-wife and two boys and mm-hmm. they have their mothers died and they have a ranch and he's trying to, we sort of find out why he's doing this and it's kind of honorable. And what, what struck me about this film, which was, I really liked was that it's a, it's a film about the Texas and the South. That's not stereotypical, Texas and character caricatures. It's like complicated and real people and yeah, they're not idiots and hillbillies and stuff. You know, they're real people with real problems and real, uh, you know, broken people trying to find a way. Yeah, resorting to crime. It's a lot of like telling stuff about the economy now. Yes, they're stealing all this money from banks and they're taking the bank's money to pay off what we find out is a bank loan, basically a bank lien on a on a deed for land, and kind of a dastardly like we the bank basically fucked their mother. Yeah, like overcharging or I don't know what like it was two things. It was like to it was a second mortgage or refinancing or mortgage, which was like a thirty thousand dollar debt and then it was some sort of like they paid her taxes for her but then she owed all the interest on the taxes yeah it was something so it was like 40 grand that she owed that and then she died yeah they were gonna take the land was they were taking the land because they knew there was oil on the land so they thought they could get 100 million dollars worth of oil for 40 grand by fucking her out of it basically and it's predatory loaning and lending and stuff you know so it's very uh uh you know timely right which is cool. Well, and then, and because of this, you find yourself, you're not sure who you're rooting for. I mean, you are kind of rooting for the two of them, even then the Ben Foster character as we go on, and we're not going to reveal what happens no. in the story, but the Ben Foster character. He's the convict brother. Yeah, you know? and he's kind of bad. He's definitely kind of bad. bad. But you feel for him too. He's not so one-sided. You're sort of like, he's doing it for his brother. He's doing it for his brother's family. Like, he has a a noble cause in this. He's just, his w- methods are fucking wild convict methods. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chris Pine is the sort of like, we got to do it right. You know, I, I, I don't rob banks. We got, we don't want to kill anybody. We yeah. want to fucking scare people. We just want to get in and get the money and get this, you know, like you said, but they had a goal. It's not just yeah. Bonnie and Clyde for the thrill of it. You know, it has elements of that. I said to you, you had, you had films that you thought this reminded you of. To me, mm-hmm. it reminded me a little of Thelma and Louise, just in the way that that film unraveled where it's two people who are semi 
earnest in the beginning and then they go down a path and they unravel it unravels and it gets worse and worse and worse yeah um what was who what did you say that i thought it was kind of like no country for old men right because the jeff bridges character reminded me a lot of the tommy lee jones character Mm. where they're sort of like a sheriff or a texas ranger at the end of the rope and they get involved in something that's a little over their heads kind of and you sort of feel for them but then you also feel for the criminals Mm -hmm. which is i like smart storytelling because there is a point when you're sort of rooting for both of them but you can't root for both of them right you know what i mean but you do kind of because you you really feel for jeff bridge's character and his partner he has this sort of like mexican uh half native american American, half mexican partner and they're really close but they always are like taking shots at each other yeah they're but you can tell they've been partners forever and they have a really good relationship and so you kind of want the two of them do they they have kind of weird i mean no they do but jeff bridges basically is like making joke racist remarks about both his races constantly and the guy's like acts like he's really pissed about it but it's but he's not no and the dialogue's really funny i mean it's the, a good the, script the character's really good to the jeff bridges character yeah remind me of rooster cogburn that he played in true grit yeah which is another coen, coen brothers uh, movie remake and the script writer is clearly i mean it's the mark of a good script when the the very first scene sets up the differences of the two brothers and their character yeah. right out of the gate. And you don't even see their faces because they're robbing a bank, but you sort of know who's who and yeah. you know whose methods are what, yep. you know? And uh, it does. It sets up their their sort of clashing personalities. But the love they have for each other, too. They're brothers and yep. they're biological brothers. Yep. And you know the ones older and the ones younger, just the way they act with each other. You know? Right. It's a good, good story. I mean, I love the movie. It's yeah. probably one of the best movies I've seen all year. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Comedy, fucking blockbuster, whatever. It's probably one of the best movies I've seen. I think it's the first year. one we've seen that's a true Oscar contender for this year. It could be. It's a little early with its release, but it, it should does, be. It should be. Yeah, for sure. For a script, for Jeff Bridges, for Ben Foster. Ben Foster is He's fantastic. Good, but hey, Chris Pine was great too. Yeah, he showed up. He, uh, he's, I think he's proven to be more than just sort of like Captain Kirk leading yeah. man, hot. No, he's good. Thing. I, I, I've become a, a fan. He, he was very good in this. Yeah, and like to act opposite Jeff Bridges and be convincing, um, and just like two person scene, you know, right. and be like, wow, yeah, he's really holding his own. With yeah, someone like Jeff Bridges, for God's sakes. Yeah. So I mean, I'd give it straight up. I'd give it a nine. Yeah, I'd give it a nine, and I'd give it a swig of my Miller High Life. Is that why you just burped into our audience's ears? Ah, it's Labor Day weekend. I've earned it. <laughs> so, uh, all right, nine for Hell or High Water. Go see it. It's yeah. in theaters now, and you won't be sorry. You won't be disappointed, and there's some really cool twists and turns in this movie. It never it doesn't really leave you hanging, and there's a lot of tension. Yes. Some really cool building of tension. A movie, A really good movie can, like, fucking build you up and then like knock the wind out of you too when you're like oh no like yeah because that means you've really been invested the whole time it's like the building and release of tension like a comedy did you feel like the wind was knocked out of you yeah the couple moments where you're like yeah like you kind of thought it was something was gonna happen you didn't know which way it was gonna go and it has to go one way or the other and you're just like oh fuck well it's true i i found myself i get three quarters of the way into the film you're you're really invested in these characters and then you're like okay 
there's going to be an ending it's here. It's one or the other. We don't know what's going to be, and we're not going to like it 100%. No, because there's like the two, there's the two wolves and there's the two sheepdogs. Yeah. And they're being chased and, you know, but you do, you feel, uh, you've grown attached to both groups. Yeah. To both duos, you know, yeah. over the course of the film. And it's funny because the film has this way of sort of, it's like intense, intense, but then by like that beginning of the third act and the second act, it ramps up so high. Mm. Like, oh my God. Like we're really going here with this movie. Yeah. It went for, it like ramped up. It did. Two notches. You but know. not out of the blue. I mean, they did, it, it, it's, it's no story. The script is good. If the script is good, the film's probably going to be good, unless it's a director who just takes it way off course. But this one didn't. It's, no. it's, uh, I, it was a great mix of the writing and yeah. the directing. And then, of course, the acting. Yeah. So, nine out of ten on our Justice and Doom meter for yeah, go Hill see or High Water. Support this movie. Yeah. It deserves it. Mm-hmm.